This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, I get the thumbs up from Eddie, so we rock and roll on a Monday. What's up, Al? We are rolling, Jerry. I got a, uh, do you know what Dear Abby is still a thing? No, I did not know. Do you remember, like... Who's Abby? Uh, well, I, I think it's a, f- a fake person now, but it used to be Ann Landers and Abby Landers. They used to have two separate columns where you would write into the newspaper and right. uh, and ask for advice. They still do it. Was there a Dear Ann as well? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Dear oh, Abby and Dear Ann. Hmm. Um, I used to enjoy it in the, when newspapers were the only way we had of getting information. I, I used to enjoy reading it because it would be like some sort of etiquette question or things. And it's still happening. And an alert listener and higher up here at Odyssey. Oh, someone here. Someone here sent this to me because they asked if I wrote the question. <laughs> so I'm going to read you the question. And then I'm going to ask what you would do and what Dear Abby said to oh, do. Oh, I like this. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's a short. Uh, Dear Abby, I have a handyman doing work on my home. I noticed that when he uses the bathroom, he is in there a while and going number two. My anxiety levels are through the roof. Do I tell him anything and what should I say? Nervous lady in California wrote that. So what would you do, Jerry? aging man in Bradley Beach. <laughs> Bald fella in Bradley Beach. <laughs> I wouldn't do anything. That doesn't bother me like it bothers you. Yeah. Do I like it? No. Right. At the end of the day, the toilet is there for that reason. And what is he supposed to do? So that actually is somewhat uh, what uh, Abby says. She writes, Dear Nervous Lady in California, may I share a truism? When we got to go, we got to go. If your handyman leaves the bathroom in the same condition when he exits as when he goes in there, you have nothing to be anxious about. Couldn't agree more. Be gracious, and when you need a handyman, there will always be someone willing to help you. I agree. Yeah, I had the situation when I was in Basking Ridge, and I was getting a countertops put I on. I remember. Some dude went into my my bedroom bathroom. That Now, see, that's a little different. Now, I don't know if, if I think, I, I'm thinking I was doing renovations at the time, and maybe my other bathroom was not functioning. Oh, that's different? Okay, right. that's fair. And he went in, and he was in there. 25 minutes. Yeah. And when he came out, it stunk, Jerry. Well, that's what they make air freshener for. He did leave the bathroom in the condition that he 
uh, found it. Yeah, I don't know what else you're supposed to do. Yeah. Unless you ask them to leave and go to Get McDonald's out. or something, right. which is really rude. That is rude. I, I, I would not. I would rather face the problem. Yes. Then that, that's than not be a rude. problem. It, yes, right. you're anxious about it. All I would tell you is leave. Then. Right. The problem is really me. I'm the one with the problem. Yes. Well, yeah, it's in a lot of cases. Yes. Right. And in this <laughs> case, I think I would recognize it. Just like you had brought up that uh, somebody here at the radio station. This is. This is one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen, so and did, I can't even explain it. Did you see it? Yeah. W- when did you see it? Well, I went in there to use the urinal, as okay. they say. At, at what time would you say? Well, let's back up this for a morning. second. Let's back up for a second, because there's two stalls in that bathroom specifically that we're talking about. And two urinals. There's the big handicap one. It's a mm-hmm. huge stall, and then there's a regular one, and then the urinal. So I went in there at 7 o'clock this morning use the urinal okay to where there was a salesman using it so i pushed the door open of the first one and i i literally said out loud god damn can anybody flush the toilet it's disgusting so i flushed the toilet i backed up and i did the number one as they say peed right and in then the toilet. sat there and conversed with the sales guy about how disgusting that was and he agreed and then he proceeded to tell us how how much he enjoyed friday and it was a good conversation so i didn't check that second one at that point, I went in at nine o'clock or nine, maybe nine fifteen, because it was before I came in here, and I saw they had the wet floor thing. I said, oh, "Sorry, Yusuf, I'll I'll go to the." He goes, "No, no, no," because you need the urinal. Go, you're fine. He goes, "But the I don't understand these people." I said, "What's the matter?" I said, "What now?" And he goes, "Nothing." He goes, "Not your problem." I said, "No, I, I'm asking you. I'm not asking. I'm not not a problem. I'm asking you what's going on because I hate when people don't clean up after themselves." He goes, "I've never seen anything like this." He goes, there was stuff on the walls. I'm like, what kind of stuff? He goes, here, I'll show you. He goes, I took a picture. I couldn't believe it. He took a photo? Yeah. Oh my he goes, because no one would believe me. And I agree. If I told you that there was crap on the walls, it looks like someone smeared it. it what do we... Like they disgusting. were squatting down to use the toilet and it shot it out prior? No, it looks like someone smeared it on the walls. That's what it looked like. And it was on the floor, he said. Like, what the hell? I don't even know what to say. Terrible. Just terrible. That is terrible. So that could have been there earlier. I don't know. Right. You didn't check that that spot. Just heinous. That is is a heinous crime. I hope we get to some point in life where we would all have these kind of kits on us and you could do a swab and immediately tell whose poop it was and then we can yell at them. You may get that. I don't know if we'll be alive to see it, but at some point you may have that. Jerry, I want to live to see that. Well, start living first. <laughs> like if we would have we would have uh, taken a sample and sent it into that poop in a box colo guard, could they, they tell us who it was? the DNA of who it was? Yeah. I don't know about that. That would be cool. You want to go swab it? No. Yeah, me neither. I do not want to swab it. Right. Uh, one thing, this is sports-related. I should have brought this up on the actual uh, warm-up program. Yeah. You know, they were making a, a big deal pregame about the Tom Brady's T-shirt that he wore. No, I didn't actually. Okay, so he had on a T-shirt, and on the, on the back of the T-shirt, it was his picture from ninth grade. Oh, yeah, yeah I did see that. That's says, right. like, greatness lasts forever yes. or something. But the the video they were using and showing him was him walking into the stadium. Mm-hmm. And he had a go through security with his bag. They all do. Tom Brady? They all, in every, Tampa? Everybody that walks into a stadium it's unbelievable. must go through 
What do you, well, what if a guy's having a bad day? Well, I agree with you. Yeah. The chances are minuscule. Well, I'll ask you this. Like, like, um, when they get on a chartered plane, are they going through security? Uh, that depends on the company. Yeah. I can tell you with Rutgers, I would say we probably have to go through private security. Not every time. That's no, it's not every time, but it's most of the time. Yeah. You're right, though. What if someone was having a bad day? What if Tom Brady was like, yeah, I'm going to shoot the Green Bay Packers today. I will tell you when it's basically just us, meaning just the players and the two or three radio staff and no one else, we don't. But if there's anyone from the outside, even just one person, everyone goes through security. Well, I would say out of the, if we, if we use the, if we fly 20 times in a season, 18 times in a season, we probably do security 15 of them at least. Oh, all right. It's a lot. So for the most, so it doesn't, uh, no one's like, what are we doing here? Going through security. People no. are used to it now. No, everyone, no one's, no one gets it. Like, no, it's fine. Yeah. Totally. I just thought that was odd seeing Tom Brady going through security. A different at, time. Uh, you know? Raymond James Stadium. It's, it's different. Right. Because what if the Taliban hired Tom Brady? Okay. I'm just saying. Not likely, but is Not there likely. a zero 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 point one percent chance that could happen? There of course is. there is a chance anything could happen. Correct. You gotta be safe. You gotta be very safe. I actually like to see I like to hear that. You like that? That's good. Takes in two seconds. That's true. It was very quick. There's no reason not to. It wasn't like they stripped them down. Have you seen this thing? This is gonna be right up your alley. Let me Google this well, to perfect. make sure. I love things up my alley. Yeah, no, 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 no. Because <laughs> this is weird. So my little guy tells me this, and I'm like, oh, knock it off. Stop it, stop it, stop it. There is this, it's in Newsweek, too. So All right. This is where, this is not, I'm going to read you a headline. All right. And I will tell you that my son, my 12-year-old, Joseph, told me about this on Friday, and I laughed him out of the car. Because you thought it was fake news, said? Uh, stupid, yeah. Okay. He. We passed a Tesla. He goes, is that a Tesla? I'm like, it is. He goes, have you ever driven on by a cemetery and saw ghosts? I said, what? He goes, that's a thing, you know. I'm like, no, it's not. Knock it off. Okay. This is uh, Newsweek. Today, the headline, Ghostbuster chills as video shows Tesla detects people in empty cemetery. And the theory is a car picked up a pedestrian in a cemetery when no one was visible. Now, this got, I guess, went viral on TikTok and everything. Okay. So the clip captured the dashboard display, which intermittently showed a pedestrian on the right walking in various directions. The person holding the camera kept panning up to show there was no one there as the car slowly moved through the graveyard. The clip was shared in March, and the caption was, All the spirits came out today. Um, ba 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 So I guess there's some sort of video screen in the Tesla. Mm-hmm. It's a giant video screen in the Tesla. Right. And so, that their cameras that are on the Tesla, because there's cameras all around the car. Are picking up spirits. Wow. And ghosts. That is awesome. Now, again, I don't buy it, but I would like to see it. And I actually would like to rent a Tesla now and try it. Yeah, that is cool. Like Newsweek wrote about it. Yeah. And that's a real publication. So if I, if let me ask you, you have headsets on, right? I do. Although so, that might not be potted up. All right, so I'm video. I'm tech, I'm checking out the video right now. Yeah. 
And I will tell you, it shows... I will go on YouTube and look for that later. 100%. It shows a man walking, and there's no man in sight. Was it a ghostly-looking man, or it looks like... It's a, a man. It's, just a, it's like a human figure. It looks like a human figure. That's all Not ghostly. Like. Not no. You can't see through the figure. Uh-uh. No. So I thought that was interesting. That I is very interesting. Right up your, I, meant, I actually meant to write it down, and I forgot about yeah. it. Yeah. And so this started as a thing last year. That is cool. I've never heard of that. Tesla can spot ghosts in cemeteries. <laughs> Would you, so, okay, so you're telling me if you got a hold of a Tesla, you rented a Tesla, you would drive it slowly through a cemetery? I would. Just to check it out? I would, and there's one very close to where I live. Not around the corner, but, I mean, within five minutes, I would drive it around. What if you uh, pulled into your driveway and you saw the... the then I'd be a figure. believer. Yeah. I think I'd probably be a believer at that point. I'm not. I don't know how real this is. But it's interesting. It's very interesting. Peaks my interest. Yes. So I don't know. I'd like to hear from Tesla owners who've seen spirits. Give me and a the call. reason and the reason why I need to see it myself. So like here's one. This one is from someone else from twenty twenty one. Okay. Where there are multiple people walking around. And they're in a cemetery as well? Yeah. A video of Tesla driving slowly through a graveyard is going viral because it looks like the car's the car's collision detection program is spotting ghosts. Uh, in the clip, the driver has a camera pointed at the interior dash screen that detects and displays objects that the car could potentially collide with when on autopilot. Usually it shows pedestrians and animals and is meant to keep the motorist aware of their surroundings. In the viral video taken in a graveyard, the system seemingly detects several human shapes as well as a dog, all of which do not exist. I'm definitely checking this yeah. out. This is a good one I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to be doing around noon when I'm eating lunch. <laughs> I'm going to be looking for Tesla ghosts and graveyards. So here would be my question, though. They're walking around fine. Would the picture pick up bones? What do you mean? Human remains of freshly laid to rest people that are still in its state. Like as we see them in like an open casket type yes. situation? And as opposed there. to have been there for 20 years and have probably just disintegrated the bones. I don't know. Because in that case, I could totally see that the thing picks up some sort of image, even underground, and maybe there's just some auto sensor that makes them walk. Like, hey, there's a person. Right. But not necessarily some walking around. Because I, I don't buy that. I don't. Yeah. I really don't. I guess we'd have to know, does a Tesla, when it senses something, does it... Give you the sensor, or does it show you an image of the actual thing, or it's, not? Yeah, it's like a it's like a video game person. That's what it looks like. All right, I'm gonna investigate this later, Jerry. So check it out. Hundred percent. Yep. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And then I'll give you one other one. Yeah. Did you see what NASA is doing today or this week? NASA? Where they, you've heard of NASA. Yeah, yeah. Um, where they are, they shot a missile into space a year ago. And they have it on a collision course with an asteroid. That is not supposed to hit us. But it's what they're calling a uh, project to save the Earth. 
if in fact an asteroid is coming towards us, can they knock it slightly offline to where it will not collide with Earth in the future if and when that happens? They're doing that today? It's this week. I read it. It was on 60 Minutes. I saw it on the news last night, and I think it's supposed to make contact with the asteroid today. But what if even contacting the asteroid throws off the whole universe? Like, I don't know the answer Like, what that. if that asteroid, in order for this universe to work the way it works, sure, that asteroid has well, to be on its current course. But asteroids collide all the time. They do? Yeah. And they're, they're million, I think it was 7 million miles above Earth. Like, it's so far away. It took years for this thing to get to it. So we're not going to get showered with pieces of asteroid today? No, and that's what they actually don't want to happen. Oh, okay. Like, they don't, what they don't want to happen, it won't, and it won't, because the missile that they sent up is small. It's just supposed to rock it slightly, just to knock it slightly off course to where it would miss the Earth and not come anywhere near us. They would never want to send something up big enough that would just basically explode the thing and then create fragments going in every which direction. Yeah, I don't want that. No, it would be no good. So that was interesting. Another space-related thing over the weekend, uh, in Florida, they launched the SpaceX, and it was visible throughout the United States. Okay. In fact... Uh, on the Bradley Beach Facebook group, multiple people took photos going, what is this flying above us? It looked like a UFO. It could be a UFO. But it was if you and if you didn't know that you that the SpaceX was visible. Right. Then you would have thought, as m- multiple people did, that people were taking photos going, what is this? Does anybody know what's flying in the air? So I don't know where people call when they think they see a UFO. Like, do people the UFO call hotline? The- like, do people call the police? I don't know. Let's see. And who if so, do you call if you see a UFO? Oh, good one, Jerry. If you see, a... I'm sure the local police departments get calls about UFOs. Let's see. They must have got a ton of calls. There's a hotline, a UFO hotline. Yeah. There's a tip line. Oh, a tip line. No, well, but uh, see, there's different tip lines for different places. This is one's from Syracuse. This one's for Utah. I don't know. I don't Utah. Know I, whatever. This one's in Arizona. I feel like they see weird things in Arizona all the time. Yeah, they do. Because I think you got you got uh, military bases. God knows what they're flying. You got drones all over the place testing things out. Right, That's the desert. The a lot goes on in the desert, Jerry. Yes. Ten things you should do if you encounter a UFO. <laughs> Run for your life. <laughs> film it, please. Someone film yeah, it. I, well, I agree with that. Number one, remain calm. All right. Terrible number one. <laughs> number two, be objective. Probably not an extraterrestrial. No kidding. Number three, tape it. That's what you That's said, good, right? Yep. Now, number four, if you have a tape recorder, record your description of the event as it happens. All right. Okay, fair enough. Number five, if witnesses are present, ask them to write and record their own observations, but don't talk about it amongst each other. Number six, if the UFO left some, left some trace of a presence behind, do not disturb it. <laughs> That's funny. The, the alien just dropped his package off for me. Yeah, they issued a smear on the bathroom walls <laughs> <laughs> and immediately reported to a UFO research organization for investigation. That's reasonable. Nice. Or call, and number 10, call Joe Rogan. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> I'd love to hear you on there. Yes. I don't know if you saw this over the weekend. I, I saw it uh, during the Mets A's game at the Oakland Coliseum, but evidently this happened in a number of baseball cities. A creepy-looking person sitting behind home plate with a creepy smile the whole game and a shirt on that said smile. Really? Yeah. Uh, In Oakland, it was a creepy woman. And it turns out there's a movie coming out, a horror movie called Smile, 
and the film company placed people in camera shots oh, I see. along the baseball, uh, along various baseball cities. Oh, I did see this. For this, yeah. I actually saw this when it was happening. Yeah, the one woman was really creepy, the yeah. one in the... Just odd. Yeah. It's like when they, you know, never mind. It's w- like when they would, Jerry. No, there was a uh, Friday night mm-hmm. with the Yankee game. There was one angle. So we were out. I was out to dinner with Kim and another couple. And so the we went to Barrel and Roost, actually, oh, nice. Friday night. Uh, Nicholas's Barrel and Roost. And they had the Apple TV, the, the Yankee game on. It was huge screen. It was great. So after dinner, we went to the bar to watch the end of the game. And at one point, the angles that they were showing the on-deck hitter and they kept kind of going back to it. Now, we couldn't really hear the audio of it, but I said to my friend EJ, I'm like, they've got to be doing this on purpose because they kept going to the on-deck circle, and right behind the on-deck circle was a beautiful woman with big breasts and a low-cut black shirt. And it was like, was, you didn't even realize you were looking at anybody on deck because her boobs popped. Like, it just was there on the screen. Now, that's a little different than your smile thing. But sometimes I wonder, like, do do they get those seats knowing they might be on camera? And do those producers, when they see that, go to that more times than they should? Because like, it's visually pleasing, I got to tell you. I'm going to say, the, yes, that they probably know they got those good seats and they'll be shown. So they wear I think the so too. sexy clothing. I think so, too. Wasn't there a girl, girl who used to go to the Brewers games and sit right behind, uh, I think it was the Brewers games, she would sit right behind home plate. Big cleavage out. I don't know. Yeah. I'm Who was sure it? Morgera? Was that her name? I don't remember. Where she used to run onto the field and give the big kiss oh, to the Oh, Morgana, Empire. the Morgana. kissing Morgana. bandit. That's it. That was like in the 70s and right. 80s. Maybe there was someone in Milwaukee, too. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure. Let me see if you're interested in this, Jerry. This is a Netflix series. It is not a documentary. Kim actually said to me the other day, why do we even have Netflix anymore? Is that right? Nobody has logged in in weeks, if not months. I said, I don't know. Hmm. Meantime, I'm paying for it, and I think we're getting it with the cable, too, like an idiot. Right. You're getting it free, and you're paying for it, and you're not watching either of them. No. Well, this is a mini-series, mini-series, that's based on a true story from Westfield, New Jersey, which I believe we've talked about on here. The name of the the Netflix series, it's not out yet, but they put out, uh, it's coming on uh, October 13th. They put out a teaser for it. It's called The Watcher, and it's... um, about this house in uh, Westfield, New Jersey, where this family moves in, mm-hmm. and they start getting letters from an anonymous source. We have talked about this saying before. that the, they're watching this house. Yep, and the people get scared and they leave, and they sell. Like, I'm interested in this. I would prefer it to be a documentary, but I think I would watch this. Okay, you in for this? I'm not. Quote, do you know the history of the house? I've been put in charge of watching you, says the letter. This message will not be the last. I am the watcher. Yeah. You're not watching it. No. I am. I don't have enough time in a day. Oh, I got plenty of time. To watch mindless TV. I search for it. <laughs> <laughs> like yesterday, for instance. <laughs> I sat down yesterday from 1 until 8 just watching football. Yeah. Now, I got up a couple of times to walk around, go outside, because I couldn't sit there. Yeah, you can't. But for the for seven hours, I was on the couch for a solid six of it, and I felt like a piece of garbage when You're I went right. upstairs. I just, and I'm like, I got to watch the Yankee game. I'm like, oh, crap, I missed Judge's first at bat. I thought the game started at 8, not Same, 7. So did I. 
I forgot they moved Sunday Night Baseball up to 7 o'clock. I was thinking 8.15. Yeah, no, they, they started that months ago, actually, and oh, okay. I forgot. So then I'm like, oh, i got to watch some of this now, and I'm in bed. I'm like, my, what? I did nothing today. Like, nothing. I, I, I can't do that. So today will be TV-free. I will not put the TV on until the Cowboy-Giant game, which I'm not working tonight. Oh, I, yeah. took, I took okay, off. Good. I can't. No, it's too much because the game ends, and then I still have 45 minutes in front of me of working. Then by the time you wrap up and clean up and you go up, it's 1 o'clock in the morning. I get up at 2.30. I'm like, <laughs> I just did it two weeks ago. So I asked my boss, if you don't mind, I twice in three weeks, I need a break. You don't want an hour and a half only sleep No, tonight? I don't. And I, listen, doesn't mean I'm not going to watch the game, but it gives me the ability if the game's no good or the Cowboys are blowing them out, or they're blowing out the Cowboys, whatever, in mid-third quarter, I can turn it off. Or if you doze off, no harm, no foul. No harm, no foul. I just So I'm not working the game tonight. But aside from that, at 8.15, this will be a 100%. Well, no, I shouldn't say that. Yankees and Blue Jays, I'll start watching that at 7. Until then, it will be a right. TV-free day for me. Yeah, I even though I, I do get home and I walk the dog, and at noon I'm, I could do whatever, I never put the television on until seven o'clock. Oh, that's good. When, when do you watch all these shows then? Uh, during uh, when baseball games are airing. <laughs> but the, the, I don't watch a ton of shows, and the ones I watch, it takes me a lot. Like uh, if it's a hour and a half documentary, that'll yeah. take me probably three or four sittings to get through. Because you're watching. Yeah, I'll I watch until I start to doze off, then I shut it off. I find when I start watching a documentary I'm into, I find it hard to turn it off. Yeah, see, I always fall asleep, and I wish I didn't. Started at six. <laughs> I get conked out. No, you can't. Like, to me, I can't start it during the day, because I'll be like, what are you doing, Well, loser? good news for you. Right now, it's getting dark at six o'clock. That is good news. Yeah. Yeah, and the only thing, like, for me, yesterday, with the games and all, is... Having to take the dog out is the only thing that got me moving. Yeah. So in that way, it's, it's good to have that is the good. dog. I agree. Yesterday, she bad day. It. Yeah, it's tough. It ain't good. No. I agree. It ain't good. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up program. All right. And tomorrow on the warm-up program, starting at 5 a.m., we will be, we're going to kick off with, let me ask you this. We have Daniel Jones live at 525? <laughs> we are not speaking oh. to him. What's the bigger story? If if both of these happen tomorrow, Aaron Judge hits two home runs. Aaron Judge or the Giants blow out the Cowboys. Aaron Judge. Aaron okay, Judge. but we're spending a lot of time on the Giants as well. Okay, so it's one here's the one thing: eight. if Aaron Judge breaks the record, the Yankee record, he will be number one story. If Aaron Judge does not hit a home run tomorrow or tonight, they will be number two story for us. Yeah, because the cow the football will be number one. Yes, regardless, I agree. Because if the Yankees lose, he doesn't hit a home run. So, all right, whatever. They've lost won seven in a row. Right, right. Or even doesn't if matter. they win, he doesn't hit a home run. Correct. We're just looking for home runs. I agree. All right. Fair enough, Jerry. Everybody set your show sheets up at home accordingly. See you.